Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the 49ers Roster Countdown Series. And... (laughs) You know, filling out the notes for this episode was fun. Is there another podcast that would contribute an entire episode to a long snapper? Um, I don't know if this is good PR or not, but hey, man, 49ers Rush, we turn over every stone. Number 53, we have the people's long snapper, Tabor Pepper, jersey number 46, six foot four, 245, 28 years old, entering into his sixth season, and he has kind of become, you know, the, the idea of, like, liking a long snapper and whatever, like, you know, it, I go to a lot of games, and you'll see, like, people with a long snapper jersey every now and then. They're always the coolest people ever because they, like, get it. Like, all right, this is a member of the football team. Yeah, we get it. Long snapper. They show up for punts only. That's all they do. But at the same time, all punts and uh, extra points, field goals for sure. Um, but it's just interesting. You know, it's always kind of a novelty item that, like, flexes your fandom. Um, and, you know, this this kid, Tabor Pepper, you just got married, I think, uh, this offseason as well. And, man, he is very active on social media. Very, very popular personality. Very fun, positive personality so let's dive in we're doing all 90 that's what we committed to and we have them number 53 because guess what there's 53 people that make the roster this kid is making the roster um he's from michigan just south of ann arbor at saline high school the fighting hornets and you know he went to michigan state and was a median information type of guy and that's kind of what he still is that's his passion outside of football um in track in high school he did do track and field father played football offensive lineman at illinois but he's big into video games <laughs> um you know he's talked a lot about doing esports after football for a career and whenever he first got signed to the nfl the very first thing he did he went and bought a whole bunch of professional video game equipment if that's a thing my son would say it's a thing um but he's a cool cat um Whenever, before he got to the NFL, he didn't get drafted. He's a long snapper. Uh, He started uh, offering lessons to local long snappers um, while waiting and was coaching kind of in and around Michigan, just helping high school kids. Um, But athletically, he's got some stuff there. You know, he's a bigger guy, what you want with a long snapper, because you got to kind of take those those blocks up the middle, even though they have to be uncovered. But Ran the 40 in a 5-1, 15 reps at the bench press, 32-inch vertical. He's got a lot, you know, physicality is there, but, yeah, he's been consistent. No issues um, since he showed up, and that's what you want. You want consistency, and you want a long snapper that isn't getting called out by the announcers, and we haven't had that, thankfully, since he showed up. Now, you know, he was an undrafted free agent in 2016, didn't get signed, and then in 2017, he joined Green Bay, Green Bay's practice squad. Then the Ravens 
practice squad, then got claimed back to Green Bay's active roster. 2018 had nothing. 2019 Miami. Guess what? Chris Forster. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the ties. Forster has some pull on this roster because his positions, he gets his guys. He, he's very similar to Shanahan in the loyalty department and all that stuff. So this is another Forrester pullover. Giants practice squad 2019, and then when Forrester came over in 2020, um, he's been here since. And so bounce back and forth. He's played in 43 games. So he had 54 starts in college. So he's got some experience. He's He, he seems like a younger guy just because he's new to the 49ers and he looks relatively young, acts relatively young, very high energy. Um, but man, he, he's just, he's awesome. And a positive, if you can get a positive locker room community guy out of your long snapper, that's just bonus. And that's exactly what this is. And so I really, really do love Tabor Pepper. By far one of my favorite personalities, active in the community, does a lot of good, reaches out, positivity, all those things. But consistency and doesn't make mistakes. That's what you want from a long snapper. And do want to say thank you to Josh and Anthony for helping with research on this project. Even the long snappers. Uh, man, we cover it all here. We cover it all here. And so we're just going to keep counting down. As we are at number 52, remember, 53 players make this roster, and the whole entire 90-to-1 series is based on who has the biggest impact on this 2022 season. Not long-term, this year, focusing this year. And we got our punter. He's got to count somewhere, right? Mitch Wisnowski, number 18, six foot two, 220. He's a big old boy. Uh, we're we're going to get into kind of his entire journey to the NFL. And he's 30 years old already, only entering his fourth season. But, man, he had a very adventurous path to the to the United States and to college and to punting. And I'm all here for it. Um, so the 30-year-old punter from down under. Now, he grew up, uh, was born in Gosnells, a suburb near, near Perth, Western Australia. Um, you know, and so like, here's the issue. He went to Lumen Christie College from 2005 to 2009, and he grew up playing Aussie rules football. Now, he gave up the sport at 18 because he kept having shoulder injuries. And if you've seen him cover punts, I don't know of another punter that's gotten a personal foul tackling penalty because he went helmet to helmet. But he's an Aussie rules player through and through, and he's got the body for it. There's no doubt about it. But he had to walk away from the sport because of shoulder issues. Um, then he dropped out of school um, at age 16 and became a glass worker, a glazier. Um, didn't like that, but, you know, kept with it, bought himself a house, all those things, whatever else. Now, what happened is he kept playing flag football version of Aussie rules football. Um, and he had a connection with one of his friends to what's called pro kick, um, in Australia, which is a training center in Melbourne that converts Aussie rules players to punters for American football. Um, so he enrolls in that, left his job, moved across the country and all that stuff, started working there. And sure enough, Utah, they had a punter that was working out very, very well, Tom Hackett. Um, and so they went back to the pro kick director in Australia, Nathan Chapman, no relation, um, and said, hey, do you got somebody that we might want? And he said, yeah, I got this guy, Mitch. And they said, cool, we'll leave a scholarship open for him once Hackett is done and out of eligibility. Well, the problem was 
Snowski never graduated. So he had to do a lot of work to get to the place where he could go to Utah where there was this scholarship waiting on him. So um, he enrolled, moved all the way to the States, enrolled in Santa Barbara City College, the Fighting Vaqueros, um, in 2014, redshirted there, got his eligibility up to a spot where he could go and qualify academically for NCAA eligibility with Utah. So he was already really, really old, but that's okay. He comes in in 2016, unanimous consensus All-American and Ray Guy Award winner the very first year he played. That's the top punter. Um, he was absolutely incredible. Followed that up with another great year in 2017. Was a finalist for the Ray Guy Award winner. Second team All-American. Um, then 2018, guess what? Ray Guy Award finalist again. Second team All-American. He is the only three-time Ray Guy Award finalist in NCAA history. The only one. Uh, never has. No, but never happened before. Um, so he gets drafted by the 49ers in the fourth round, which <laughs> I was there for that. That was the Nashville draft pre-COVID, which was a great time. But I, I remember it vividly. I'm right in front of the stage filming, you know, like a cell phone video and, you know, reaction, whatever. And sure enough, when they said punter, I was just like, what? Um, I didn't like to pick. Uh, just be extremely honest. I don't think you spend a fourth rounder on a punter in today's NFL. Uh, that was, yeah, you could. I don't like that at all. He has never really lived up to that stature of a fourth round punter. But man, his athletic profile and his talent are top notch. Um, the consistency has been the issue. That's been the major issue. Now, if you look at his athletic profile, it's impressive. Ran a four six three. All right, decent. 32 and a half inch vertical. And if you put all of his, you know, metrics in, he is a 99% athletic profile match with undrafted free agent linebacker Jeremiah Gimmel, the general uh, who we detailed previously in this series. So you can go back and check that out. But like he's got a NFL body on him. He was picked in the fourth round of the 2019 draft, uh, pick number 110. Now, if you look at his stats, all right, you know, punter stats, let's do this. He's only had one blocked, which was a major critique. He led the country in blocked punts at Utah. So that was one of the issues, but he's only had one blocked. Um, you look at what he's done inside the 20, it hasn't really improved. 23, his rookie year inside the 20, 25 in 2020, and 21 um, inside the 20-yard line in 2021. That's a lot of 20s. Um, now, it, Pro football focus, you know, ranks punters and their efficiency and all that kind of stuff. His rookie year, he finished 18. Remember, there's only 32 punters in the league. Um, his sophomore year, his best year by far, finished six. And last year, his worst year, finished 25th out of 32 punters in the NFL. Not good at all. Um, now, Every now and then he has one of those huge booming kicks where he gets a hold of it and it's just like, oh my gosh, wow. But he also had 13-yard punt, a 20-yard punt, a 22-yard punt. Uh, like So there, there's major issues with consistency. This is the last year of his rookie deal, um, the fourth year, and he's played 49 games. So, you know, he got injured. And we put in Robbie Gold, and Robbie Gold punted better than he did at, you know, whatever age Robbie Gold is. So Mitch has the talent. There's no doubt about it. Uh, might be the second most talented punter in the NFL um, after Seattle's kicker. That dude's just unreal. But he's never tapped into consistently. 
And if he does it, he's got to make this roster. Okay, we got him at 52. He's making the roster. There's no competition for that, whatever else. Still on a rookie deal. But if he doesn't change something, there is no way they're going to sign him to an extension because that salary cap spike for a rookie contract kicker to a free agent punter, I should say punter, not kicker, um, is a pretty big climb. And I just, he has not warranted that by any stretch of the imagination. When we had Bradley Pinion, they moved on from him. Bradley Pinion was head and shoulders better than Mitch Wyshkowski has been every single year. We moved on from Pinion to get Mitch because it was cheaper and the upside was supposed to be more. It didn't pan out. Maybe that changes this year. And I hope that it does because unless he has, you know, kind of like a top five um, punter year, this will be his last year with the 49ers. But if he can get consistency, we got a new special teams coach coordinator. Maybe that brings some with uh, Schneider. Maybe that brings some more consistency there. I don't know. But my guess is this will be his last year unless he balls out. So crossing our fingers for that. Uh, he seems like a fun guy. I love how physical he is as a punter, which is very rare. But he's got to step up his game. He's got to. So here's hoping 2021 is a contract year. Maybe he can earn a big payday for a punter. Um, nothing would make me happier because, man, we could really use an uptick in some special teams. It, it just hurts the defense whenever you have those. It's so, so much hidden yardage just gets lost. Um Whenever you have those at pivotal moments backed up into your end zone, which are going to happen, three and outs are a real thing. But whenever you can't switch the field at all and you put your defense in a bad position after a three and out, ah, it's it's killer. It's killer. So hopefully Mitch steps up. Um, we're counting on him, and the count will continue with the 49ers roster countdown. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we have number 51 today, defensive tackle, Kevin Givens. Highlight reel. Uh, <laughs> there's no doubt about it. Uh, defensive tackle that is a penetrating, disruptive slasher, undersized for sure. He's small, 6'1", 285, um, 25 years old. 
uh, undrafted free agent out of Penn State. We're going to dive into his high school, his college, what he's done for the 49ers, because he's entering into his fourth season with the 49ers, and he's got a ceiling. It's pretty stinking high. The problem is consistency because he's so small. It makes him a little bit matchup dependent. Um, but this is also a player who took every single first team rep through camp, uh, OTAs and mini camp with Eric Armstead and Kinlaw not getting snaps. So uh, 49ers are high on this kid and they have developed him very well. Only 25 years old. So even though he's entering his fourth season, he is relatively young. Some of these undrafted free agents are almost as old as he is. Um, now he's from Altoona High School in Pennsylvania, just east of Pittsburgh, right next um, to the Penn State campus. Uh, really, really not far at all. Um, but he played for the Mountain Lions of Altoona High School. And whenever he was in high school, he was a defensive end, all-state Pennsylvania player, and fullback. Um, so it kind of lets you know his mobility, his toughness, his, um, his athleticism, all those things are there. As a senior in high school, his first team All-State on defense and rushed for six touchdowns, 317 yards as a fullback. He was the 16th best prospect coming out of Pennsylvania um, and was selected to play in the 2015 Big 33 Classic, which, again, if you, you get invited to that, you're pretty you're a pretty big time high school football player in Penn State. Um, now, whenever he went to Penn State, um, he landed three big accolades during his time there: Big Ten All Freshman, uh, which is difficult to get. He had four and a half sacks, seven tackles for loss as a freshman. Sophomore year, he received the Jim O'Hara Award in 2018, which is presented once a year to a defensive player on Penn State for exemplary conduct, loyalty, interest, attitude, and improvement. His junior year, redshirt junior year, uh, just continued on that pace, didn't excel quite like he was hoping to or other people were hoping to, and he declared early for the draft. Now, when he did that... He, some people had kind of a fifth, sixth round grade on him. He ended up going undrafted altogether, which, you know, great for the 49ers. But uh, he definitely had the hopes that he was going to get drafted. But before he left Penn State, he played in 36 games, 13 and a half career sacks, 22 tackles for loss, four passes defense, three fumbles recovered. Now he goes to the combine. Um does fairly well. Um, ran a 5.0840. Pretty good. Bench press was what he... Strength. That This dude's small and strong. <laughs> and that's how he wins in football as well. He put up 32 reps um, of 225 pounds. That's in the top 87th percentile of defensive tackles in the NFL. He's strong. Uh, short, strong. Three cones, 7.6. Not great. Vertical 31. Incredible. Um, now, it's funny. You know, I put him through the mock draftable player, whatever, where you want to see who else in the NFL. And it goes all the way back since the combine started, who he matches with the most. His closest match, none other than another 49ers player, Maurice Hurst. <laughs> the the uh, 49ers got a type at defensive tackle. They want the giant big-bodied run stuffer, or they want the small, nimble penetrating disruptor in the backfield so it they they really have these two different types that they want um and he is he, he's you know my film grades my film notes on him low center of gravity which helps because he's so short 
and I say he's short. He's short compared to 6'5'0 linemen, right? So he can get up underneath them, and he uses that to his advantage. Plays with great leverage um, and shows his upper body strength. He can move those 300-pound dudes uh, with ease because he's always up under. When you're watching defensive tackle film or O-line or D-line film in general, if you're watching in the run game, you're paying attention to hat. Whose hat's lower, right? Whose helmet's lower? And he wins that battle 90% of the time, which helps him. Um, and I'll say this too. He either wins early or he doesn't win. You know, he either gets a great get off with great leverage and he can maintain his gap, but consistency has been the issue. And if he doesn't win early, it's just like, uh Oh, uh, this is going to get bad. Doesn't anchor. Well, he's a matchup problem for both teams. If you're playing against a team that does duo a lot, which is basically um, the offensive line will double-team both defensive tackles, I'm not putting him in there. I'm just not going to play him. If he's playing against a zone team, very similar to what the 49ers do, where they're moving laterally, and they're, then I love him because he's he's very difficult to get reached. Um, he's very, very good at that. So it's interesting because some teams, and this has been reflective in his play, He's either living in the backfield or you don't even know he's on the field. So he's either dominating or he's just taking snaps so that your starters can get um, a break. So he's very matchup dependent. So if the 49ers are playing, he gets a strong gap, you know, duo team and all that stuff. He's not going to get a lot of snaps. Good news is uh, not a lot of teams in the NFC West do that. So it, he, he kind of fits with what they're doing. Now, he was an undrafted free agent in 2019. Um, and whenever he came in, he signed, made it to the practice squad. Then he got promoted to the active roster and he's kind of been there since, but he spent some time on the practice squad for the 49ers and they developed him. Uh, they got a roster exemption for him, uh, December, 2020, and he's been on and off the practice squad off official roster, active roster back and forth. He's playing 27 games. You know, he's got one start, um, and again, these are his compiled NFL stats now. One start, uh, one pass breakup, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, one sack, 37 tackles, six tackle for losses. That is, that's where he makes his money. That's where he was dominant in college. That's where he is here. Like, he's he lives in the backfield or he's not going to make a play. Five quarterback hits. So... He's an interesting guy. Again, he took all the first team reps with Kinlaw and Armstead out of camp. So it lets you know, like, they see him as a very valuable and viable player with what they're trying to do defensively. Now, again, he has no similarities to Kinlaw and no similarities to Armstead, but they do value this undersized disruptor. And so there will be some games where I could see him getting 20 snaps. There will be some games where I see him getting five snaps. So it's kind of, and that's why we have him at 51. He's making the roster. I, I really do believe he's making the team. Um, you know, he plays the Bravo team as the backup defensive tackle, and that's going to be his role uh, where he goes in to give the starters a break. It's maybe perhaps if he, you know, gets one of those games where he's heating up NBA jam style, you might get him some extra snaps. Um, but that's kind of what he is. He is limited. It's probably going to take one to two injuries for him to get into the starting lineup. Um, but I like him, and he's fun, and he's young, and he's really good at one thing, right? So when you're evaluating these players, and I do the same thing back whenever I'm doing my draft work, 
my, my, I asked two questions. Okay, how is this player going to be successful in the NFL? Why will this player not be successful in the NFL? And there's prominent answers to both those questions with Kevin Givens. Ah, he's just too small, and he doesn't anchor well, right? That's why it's not going to be successful. But he has proven in a very limited amount of snaps, even though he's played in 27 games, that guess what? He can get in the backfield. He can cause problems. And if he does that and gets one of those tackle for losses, now you're putting the opposing team behind the chains. So a second and 13 is a dream scenario for a defensive coordinator. So that's why you keep a guy like this because you know, hey, he can get back there. He can ruin a drive. It might not be getting sacks, might not be hitting the quarterback near as much as you'd like, but if this dude gets 20 snaps, like there's a strong chance that he's going to be in the backfield messing up the run game and pissing off some offensive coordinators. That's what Kevin Givens kind of does. So that's the question for the answer for me why he sticks around is because he can cause some problems. He's a disruptor. So I love Kevin Givens. Excited to see what he can do this year. Hopefully he gets some more snaps um, and earn something for the future because there's four defensive tackles on the last year of their deal. So it, it's – it's contract year, baby. You want to stick around, you got to make something work and prove that you are a guy and you can get a contract, you know, a two or three year deal after this because he hasn't made much money. So this is a money year for him. Uh, hopefully he can go out and cash in on Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Number 50, cornerback, rookie, Samuel Womack out of Toledo. This kid is a fire, just an absolute firecracker that... Man, he jumps off tape. We've done several Patreon breakdowns of him uh, already, which if you haven't caught those, head over to patreon.com slash 49 podcast. Uh, they just type in Sam Womack. You can watch all those. Um, jersey number 26. Now, he's small, but don't tell him that. 5'10", 187, 22 years old. Quite the interesting journey to get to the NFL because – you know, he was a stud in high school, played at East English Village Prep, uh, the Mighty Bulldogs in uh, Detroit, Michigan, just northeast of the D kind of northeast suburbs of Detroit, right off Lake St. Clair. Um, and he was a baller. The, the problem was he didn't know if he wanted to play football or basketball. And so he never decided um, until after his senior year by that time. All the scholarship offers had dried up. Uh, you know, it took a while making that decision because he was a basketball player too. Very, very good. Chose to walk on at Toledo. Um, again, walked on without a scholarship. But in high school, he's first team all city, all metro, all state as a senior. Um, cracked 1,000 yards receiving with 20 touchdown catches and 11 interceptions. Dude's got ball skills. And that showed a, Toledo's all-time leader and passes defense. Returned four picks and two fumbles for scores. Um, had 16 interceptions in high school. 
Now, one of the interesting things, last year's third-round pick for the 49ers, Ambry Thomas, both of them uh, grew up pretty close to each other in Detroit. Um, they consider themselves friends now, but they played at rival schools. Ambry Thomas was at uh, Detroit uh, MLK, and uh, the, the quote from Womack is, quote, I don't like his school, but me and him have a great relationship. That's my man. That's my brother. Me and him worked out a couple times and chopped it up a couple of times, so I'm familiar with them. We played them at least twice a year, whether in the playoffs or regular season. They got the best of us, but I feel like in our matchup, me versus him, I got the best of him, end quote. That's Womack talking about his new teammate, Ambry Thomas. Um, now, once he got to Toledo as a walk-on, so like this dude, no scholarship, paid his own way. He had to fight and claw. Um, and one of the reasons why he chose Toledo was because the cornerback coach there, Hank Poteet, you might recognize that name. Um, he played with five separate NFL teams over 10 seasons. And so, um, you know, the there's another quote from Womack. Quote, Coach Petit played 10 years in the NFL, so I call him the cheat code. End quote. So definitely, you know, being mentored for five years. He was at Toledo for five years because he walked on. Then he got his scholarship, um, chose to stay after he graduated, which was incredible. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get there in a second. I don't want to jump too far ahead. But Womack was a preferred walk-on. Um, and, you know, by the time he left, he had 39 career pass breakups, which is, again, school record. Uh, there in Toledo and so that's one of the things that I, I think is important when he showed up 2017 playing six games you know slowly working his way in 2018 played in 13 games 2019 was second in the entire country with 15 pass breakups 2020 led the Mac with eight pass breakups 2021 he just went off um, and you know, he got an invitation, uh, was on the watch list for the Reese's senior bowl, Jim Thorpe award winning, uh, preseason list, all those different things. And, you know, he finished his entire co college career at Toledo, 126 tackles, four and a half tackles for loss, 39 passes, defense, five interceptions in 53 games played, um, chose to stay one extra year, got named team captain, um, and just, man, he's just a dog. It's just kind of who he is. Now, his athletic profile. Let's talk about this. Small. You got to keep that in mind. Like, I personally have him graded as a slot-only corner. But D'Amico Ryan says he can play outside. They say that about everybody. Every corner they draft, oh, he can play inside-outside. Every old lineman, yeah, he can play center, guard, or tackle for us. Like, versatility is what they say. Uh, he's an inside guy. And that's where he took most of his snaps in camp as well, So Samuel Womack. So athletic profile, ran a 4.4040. Speed, checkmark. Three cones, 6.87, checkmark. Vertical, 36 inches, checkmark. Small, but man, athletically, yeah, you're very, very happy with this. The 49ers picked him in the fifth round, pick number 172. Shout out to my boy Lee, um, who we got to hang out with at the draft, who made the, uh, you know, one of the leaders of the UK faithful chapter, got to actually announce the pick live on stage, which was really, really cool. We actually ended up partying with Lee for a while last night, or that night, uh, which was really, really cool. And so he's got to be connected to the UK chapter. So he's got to have a lot of fans at pick number 172. And let's be honest. The 49ers have dominated the fifth round. Could this be the next addition in John Lynch's, you know, huge home run hits? 
in that round. Now, this is my draft write-up of um, of Samuel Womack before the 49ers picked him. Um, he's going to be 23 years old at the start of the season. He's 22 now, about to turn 23. Uh, two things he's best at. Change of direction, ball skills. Um, I had him as a nickel-only player, as I said a while ago. And just, man, he shows up and he's tough. Uh, he, he looks small. He plays big. He plays like he's six foot, 200 pounds, but he's not. Area scout Ryan Kucinich pounded the table for him in the draft. Uh, that came out afterwards. Um, his deep ball grade was what stood out the most. And one of the biggest issues with the 49ers down the stretch, that slot wide receiver fade, it torched us down the stretch. And in the NFC West, uh, listen to the slot wide receivers. Rondell Moore, okay, yeah, he's promising young upcoming player. Tyler Lockett, holy freaking cow, Cooper Cup. You've got to be able to guard speed and great route running from the slot if you want to win the NFC West. 49ers struggled, and I think that's a big reason why Kwan Williams was not brought back. Um, I love the Shark. He was incredible, but there is no doubt that was his biggest weakness, and it was exploited time and time again. So that's one of the issues that they're hoping to address, getting a higher-level athlete more speed um at that slot corner position he's he took reps with the second teamers all throughout camp can he overcome tarquez denard uh who has kind of got that spot on lockdown from what all the coaches are saying um we'll have to wait and see what happens there but uh D'Amico did come up and say uh you know the things that were important to him were his close coverage skills they value that you look at charvarius ward right the big free agent acquisition at the cornerback position what does he do well not a ball skills guy. What he does better than anything is he just does not give up separation. And so that's something D'Amico puts a premium on. And Samuel Womack fits that. Um, he graduated with a degree in management in 2020, but chose to stay another year and was named team captain. I freaking love it, man. Um, so uh, a couple things. Second team reps at nickel. He got some backup snaps outside in camp, but he's going to be a nickel only player this year. He's making the 53-man roster. You don't cut fifth-round picks, especially at the corner position. Having said that, they're deep. They're very deep, but not at nickel. But not at nickel. So you look at who's all getting snaps there. Dark West Denard's getting the starter snaps. You've already got Samuel Womack getting the majority of the second team. Dante Johnson's getting some snaps. Diamador Lenore's getting some snaps. So... Now, there's other players. Jason Verrett, he used to play slot corner in the NFL and in college. Um, obviously, Manuel Mosley, when he first came to the 49ers, was getting slot snaps. So there's a lot of bodies there. But if he can lock up that number two spot, or maybe even the number one, by the end of the year, I think that'd be key. I think Darquez Denard's going to win that starting job early in the year, and they're going to try to bring in Samuel Womack, very similar to Ambry Thomas last year at the outside. So... He's making the 53, but I don't think we're going to see him a lot this year. Perhaps the midway point on, that's where Samuel Womack can finally get in there. I mean, this new tendency of John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan is redshirt rookies. Don't throw them out there before they're ready. Let them develop. Let them prove themselves, build their confidence, then get them out there. And I think that's what's going to happen. So outside of an injury... I think he makes the roster regardless, but if you're looking for starter, competing, rotation snaps, it's going to take a couple months into the season. But I like this kid, and again, th this list is 
biggest influence in 2022. That's why we have them at 50. I, if I put my betting money down on who the slotting, who the starting slot corner is in 2023, I'm betting on this kid, Samuel Womack. But he's got to earn it. He's got to go out there and fight. And he is, by definition, a dog. Mentality, um, his history, he's a dog. He's just got to develop a little bit consistency as with most rookies. And once he gets there, I think he's going to be there to stay. Uh, I want to say thank you to Anthony and Josh, the producers of this series. And, man, if you've missed any of the previous ones, go check them out. Uh, we've got 40 videos out already. we got 50 more to go. Uh, we're just going to keep counting them down. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.